Hey, welcome back. This is Modern Business Podcast. That was also a different tone inflection than I usually do. Um, we're on, what are, we, what are we on, Zach? We're on day nine. We're, we're halfway, on, baby. We're on day number nine, and we're very glad to be here in Chino Hills, California. A beautiful place, right? I feel like we're in the foothills. I need to learn we the are. geography of this place a little bit. But we're pleased to be in studio, and we're actually standing up broadcasting this, not quite live. We'll get this published to you ASAP, but we're standing up in the Fit Body Bootcamp studios. We'll ask if there's another name for this place, but we are pleased to have uh, a guest who we'll introduce momentarily, but Mr. Zach Fishman, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. We're in the fourth state out of five, and I feel like that we're uh, getting ready for a long but uh, fun week in California, uh, and, we're, and we're looking forward to all the people that we're going to be interviewing. Yeah, so any top of the house announcements we want to do? You know, aside from the conferences that we've been mentioning, folks, I think that really the only other thing that I can think of is, you know, the the, the text the text group, I think, is what I really want to highlight. I think we've actually, and, and people, as we've begun to release episodes, the first two people, we actually had some, some, script, some, some subscriptions, which I think has been pretty awesome. Uh, we uh, took a little bit of a while for us to stand up, but we're... Uh, but we're looking forward to getting you guys onto that. So that's going to be, uh, what, what's the link, Ryan? I always forget. Go to modernbusiness.com, M-O-D-R-N business.com. It's down at the bottom. Just hit the little subscribe button. And we are doing a $250 giveaway. Probably do another one a little bit later on, but go ahead and subscribe now. And you can submit guest recommendations, chat with us, ask us questions, let Zach know that he sounds funny. But at any rate, Zach... <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and introduce today's guest? So we we, we walked in today, and uh, there was a bit of uh, there was a bit of breaking news that we had, and so we're we're really excited to be breaking this on the podcast for for the first time. You know, we uh, for those who have listened to the podcast before, you guys have uh, heard uh, the CEO of uh, of Fit Body Bootcamp, uh, Bedros Koulian, on with us. He's been on with Ryan uh, quite a few times, but uh, as of uh, as of this uh, this recording, uh, it is not quite announced yet, but it will be by the time you all are listening to it. But we have the freshly minted new CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp in with us. We have uh, Bryce Henson on the line with us. And uh, Bryce, thanks for joining us. Oh, Zach, got Ryan. you some applause there. Look at that. Uh, super excited to be here. Thanks for coming to visit, and uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it. I mean, like it's uh, that's probably the first time you've ever actually heard that in in, in media, huh? Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Took took me a step back for a second. Well, you better get used to it. You better get used <laughs> to it. Well, I love it. Well, we well we appreciate you coming on and uh, spending the time with us. Uh, you know what we want to start with, and I know that you know Bedris has kind of talked a bit about this before, but you know about the about the founding story. Let's talk a bit about how you got involved in the brand. I think that that's what I'm what I'm more interested in because. You know, Bedros is a magnetic guy uh, for those who have uh, listened to him on our podcast before. Uh, but let's just kind of talk about how you uh, got involved in the fold. Love it. Um, well, uh, Bedros and I have become good friends over the years, but I first actually was introduced through uh, one of his coaching programs. I was a client of his for many years, actually stumbled upon his marketing list back in 2010. And previous to that, I had my own fitness transformation story. I'm similar to you, Zach. I'm from the Midwest, uh, moved out to Southern California in 2004. Uh, nothing wrong with the Midwest. I love it there. So much uh, family, et cetera, but not necessarily the fitness capital of the world. No. So moving out to Southern California, 
It was very exciting. Uh, however, as you would imagine, I was young, young in my 20s, didn't have too many career skills, if you will, to offer the world and, uh, you know, had many darker days than good days. And I think I just lacked the zest for life and the excitement that fitness, you know, uh, was able to give me. So I went through my own transformation decided that I wanted to launch a fitness business and didn't really know how to do it. And that's actually how I stumbled upon Bedros and got on his list for a period of time. And uh, in 2010, um, while I was interested in Fitbody, I decided to make this big move to South America, living abroad uh, in Brazil for a couple of years. Right. So the where time, exactly where you? I uh, moved to an island in the very south called Florinopolis. It's about uh, just south, just north of the Uruguayan border. It's nice. an island off the coast, 47 beaches, and uh, ended up meeting my wife there. So it was a successful trip. Wow. Wow, very successful trip. Totally. Um, but yeah, moving back to, to California, I knew that was my target in 2012. And I'd been introduced to Bedros, been on his list, learning about you know, the content that he's pu pushing out. And 2012 was the year for me. So I ended up uh, looking into the Fitbody franchise uh, and uh, ended up signing my paperwork in August and launched my first Fitbody in 2012. So that's kind of the origin story, how I got introduced in the fold as a first as an owner within the brand. Nice. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious as somebody who actually invested in it, I think we can just start with this. You know, what made a difference for you versus all the other all the other fitness concepts? So, you know, really, what is the differentiator that you guys are that you guys are talking about? You know, at the corporate level, and I think additionally, you know, we can fold that into, you know, the we can fold that into the franchise development side of things too. You know, I would love to just have an idea of. You know, when you were going through that process and what, what what would somebody else view as being and why would now be the right time to invest in that brand that you guys, you know, have built today and now you're the leader. You started as a franchisee and now you're the now you're the person that's gonna be up on the stage in front of everybody. Yeah. So just talk a bit about some of the differentiators and why somebody would want to invest in it today. Totally. Well, I'll get into the differentiator in a second. Your first kind of question was getting into the fold. And I think like my unique uh, view, um, first and foremost, I'm a coach. I actually trained all the sessions the first six months of opening the business. I was the coach. I was the bookkeeper, the accountant, the janitor, the marketer. Um, and of course, my wife, Tatiana, at the time, she just moved to Brazil uh, from Brazil with me. So she was definitely in the back end support. But I think I provide um, a ton of value, unique perspective is starting as a, an owner within the brand. And at the time in 2012, I mean, this was only a few years after the real estate crisis. Mm -hmm. And you, uh, for any of your audience who've learned about Fitbody Bootcamp and Bedros's origin story, it started right after the real estate crisis when he was training personal tra training clients, you know, spending a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks a month. But when that dried up, could not do that. So that's when the the group training kind of model, model started pivoted, pivoting. And this was early 2012, so the concept was still new. So circuit training, and certainly it's gained a lot of momentum over the last decade. Uh, but that's the unique value that I that I have when I started. But then fast forward, kind of what we're known for as our brand has grown, evolved, we added exponential amount of support. Um, results um, and our transformation challenges uh, would be what we're known for. And as an example, we just launched our spring, actually just finished our spring challenge. We had nearly 10,000 uh, challengers, clients from all across North America. Um, we're expecting to lose about 100,000 pounds in that process. And, uh, you know, we've been able to do that year in, year, in, year out uh, for a long period of time. So to, to answer your question, kind of going back to the differentiator, it's the results that we provide. Um, because at the end of the day, uh, what we teach our franchisees, people come for the results. So you need to be able to provide that result and be able to uh, demonstrate that from a social proof perspective. But then they stay for the community, the relationships and the lifelong kind of friendships and community, the tribe that they belong as a Fit Body Bootcamp um, client. So big picture to put a bow on it. Um, why someone would want to jump into our franchise now is just the, the 
support, um, all the things that we've added over the years and the, the, the results that we're able to basically instill from owner down to their clients. And that is the differentiator what makes uh, Fit Body Bootcamp so special. Beautiful. I, I will say that Zach and I are much in need of some of those results after being on the tour, although Zach <laughs> has been pretty good about getting his workouts in. Um, Got to get up early for it, though. Yeah. What, it, what 5 a.m. 5 a.m. guy over here. That's but it. One question that we always like to ask on the podcast, um, how are there any ways that you guys are using technology to gain an edge? You know, this is a fast moving world. And, you know, whether it's from a back end perspective, infrastructure perspective or consumer perspective, how are you using technology to gain an edge? Yeah, uh, great question. Uh, I'm going to start with this answer. Uh, one of our core values that's unique to us at Fit Body Bootcamp is to embrace and drive change. And I think it really fits the framework of like technology and growth, the fast paced world that we live in. Um, our, our our founder, I guess now I'm the CEO, it's still going to take me a little time to get used to You'll that. Get yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, our founder was very tech savvy from the very early days, actually started an app called High Tech Trainer. Technology was a focus on the back end for the business for quite some time. And certainly in the front end, you you know, we have a coaching app. We have, you know, the the, the transformation challenge, um, you know, technology that we provide our clients that really helps the result. But I would say, with a big caveat, client facing, since technology is sometimes hard to kind of adapt to, our philosophy is making sure that the front end technology is super simple and basic. And we're actually not competing in technology client facing, but in the back end, um, that is our full focus. And actually, as of right now, we've spent the last year, year and a half developing a proprietary um, CRM system that's unique to. Fit Body Bootcamp. And that is actually going to make all the difference in terms of the client management, follow-up relations, because from a foundational location level, our focus is to, to allow technology to do all the admin, all the things that need to be done in the business, but really allows our coaches and our facilities to focus on the client experience. And I think that's how we utilize technology specifically to our advantage. And that will continue. Yeah. And I can only imagine, Zach, I'll let you go next, but just knowing for the folks that haven't listened to Bedros's background, he's probably one of the most savvy internet marketers that I've seen. And you know, we've I've hosted Gary Vaynerchuk on the show. I've hosted a lot of great people we've hosted, and Bedros was one that his episode was like dropping bombs. So I could only imagine how powerful that CRM will be. Just kind of knowing the fact that he really gets, and you guys really get how to be effective at the end of the day. But I'll turn it over to you, Zach. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into some of the, a bit of the secret sauce if you're willing to divulge that a little bit later because I think that there is a lot to that, you know, but I think that before we get into that, you know, there are some aspects that I'm sure that the CRM will help to solve, but, you know, we know, I mean, how many locations are you guys now? Uh, we have just uh, shy, shy of 300 locations. Okay, so you guys, you know, ab about 300 locations, and I think that, you know, what, what we know uh, is that, you know, despite the fact that you guys have a really awesome, you know, team with a lot of business consultants that are out there and trying to help the franchisees, they obviously can't be in every place at once, right? And right. so I think that it it makes it difficult to be able to know, you know, how people are being held accountable when you have somebody who's walking into a location, you have the front desk person that's talking to them. You know, I'm curious to hear, you know, as you guys are scaling and you guys have been scaling at a pretty rapid rate over the years, how are you keeping, you know, your employees accountable? Is there something that you're using in order to ensure that they're all doing things, you know, correctly in the way that Bezos had originally envisioned it? 
Well, I think it goes back to the technology play and our unique value in the market is actually in the back end, not necessarily the front end. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, specifically some, t- some technology can get, get uh, gadgets and gizmos, they can kind of come and go, right? But really on the back end, uh, the support, the infrastructure from a technology perspective allows us to hold our owners and their facility leaders accountable as well. Um, so I just talked about, you know, the proprietary software, CRM software we're building, which we've invested over a quarter million dollars a day, and it will be probably a lot more by the time it's, you know, ready to market by the end of the year. Um, but um, the other uh, aspect of technology is the learning management system, the LMS system and the uni- university portal that we're building on the back end from a technology perspective, spent an incredible amount of money on that as well. And that, again, going back to the technology play, that technology uh, technology tool has helped uh, be able to provide the training that basically all our owners need. The last piece I want to hit on that, and it's really unique to Fitbody and, and a pivot we made back in 2018. Um, but this is something that, that I got in Bedros' ear about and him being the visionary fully saw it when I pitched it to him was the need for um, a higher level franchise business coach. And different than other models, we actually created what's called the Coaching and Profitability Department or CAP for short. And instead of you know getting people outside the brand that have potentially have some business experience in theory, we actually made the decision to recruit um, a handful of our most successful owners. Um, some have multi-locations, others have one location, but their experience in the trenches of Fitbody, knowing the business and who better to coach a new owner or someone who's intermediate or been in the brand for a while than one of our most seasoned experienced owners. So I think from not only the technology play, um, but also from the coaching play, uh, we've been able to really, really dial in our training, our accountability for our brand wide and uh, just really exciting. So that's what we've done, you know, to date and it's only going to get better with time. I think that's brilliant because you have not only a, a experienced and qualified coaches, but they've also been in the brand. They've been in the trenches. I think that's awesome. Um, We just went through this pandemic. The pandemic obviously changed a lot of consumer behaviors. It was almost a chance to, to reset, right? It's like a, like a reset. And in terms of, especially here in California, you guys were probably doing, I don't know if you were doing some outside stuff, but you were really hit hard. We just got a notification that it's like open today. Basically. Yeah, we drove by a gym yesterday. We're in Beverly Hills picking up, uh, picking up a vehicle from from the lovely uh, from, from my from my grandparents. Yeah, oh, nice. And we're driving by and we see this gym, and I was like, weird to see people with masks on. But I'm just happy that people are in. But there's this reset in in uh, consumer behavior. A lot of people ga- gained the COVID nineteen, so they need to get back out to work. But how do you go? How do you go at? Um, retaining the loyalty for the people that used to work with you guys and then also not work with you guys, but work out with you. Um, but also the, the, there's an opportunity to go reach a whole new segment of people and, and to go get the, the loyalty of other folks that may have yet to discover you. How are you going about seizing that opportunity? So it's two parts, retaining and reengaging the folks that, uh, that you've, brought into the gym and have memberships and all the re- all the rest and then how do you go about getting folks back into the coffers yeah, um, certainly COVID has been a challenge for 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 all. Certain industries hit harder than most, but certainly the gym industry, the restaurant industry, and a few others. Um, but similar to our origin story of you know the real estate crisis was really the birth of Fitbody Bootcamp. Um, you know, there's a famous saying that says every challenge has a seed of opportunity. Napoleon Hill. There you go. So thank you for that, uh, Ryan. Appreciate it. 
And uh, I think it's the same, you know, analogy back in 2008 when we, you know, went through a big challenge, but actually that was the opportunity that created FitBody. And now we're at a time where it's kind of like the cleansing of the herd, if you will, and people that weren't necessarily fully focused or maybe our best owners, you know, kind of went off by the fray. Um, But uh, we've been able to really establish so much loyalty with the current owners that we have. I mean, they are living, breathing, fired up FitBody owners just because the value that we've provided throughout the COVID pandemic, switching to virtual training like nearly immediately. And when you have that big buy-in from a franchise perspective, especially coming through a very big challenge, you have more buy-in at the, the franchisor perspective, but also at the franchisee perspective, because those cl- the owners who have clients, same thing, thing of the herd, condensed, but the owners that showed up and continued to pivot, add value, et cetera, their, their clients are so loyal. And now, and I'm just speaking for myself at the local level, there's been two gyms in Orange County as of recently, the last six months that have went under. And my locations, and I, I feel bad saying benefited from it, but we picked up 20 clients per location because of that, you know, thinning of the herd. So from my perspective, yes, this has been a very challenging situation that I don't think anyone wished on anyone and certainly, you know, was tough for our business financially, but all things considered because of the moves that we made from a technology perspective, from a coaching profitability and a support perspective, um, and the, the intense focus on client transformations, I really think these next five years is going to be wide open. It's, we're going to have that same exponential growth that we experienced at the onset after the real estate crisis, it's going to be the same thing, just in a little bit different way. So I'm curious, just kind of building on top of that, you know, is there any way that you guys are breaking through the noise for people to know that, you know, they should be coming back into the locations now is that that could be in the form of, you know, buy nows or any type of value added things that you guys are doing to try and deliver that value to educate people that, you know, now is the right time to get back into the gym now that California is opening and, you know, the rest of the country is seemingly open. I feel like that California is last. Um, it was very funny. We got off the plane. I was like, guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're, you know, this is like the last place where they're going to like yell at you if you don't wear a mask everywhere. But I feel like we're, 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 we're back to normal close everywhere. But it's kind of curious. Is there any you know type of way that you're cutting through all of that noise. I think education is key and especially, you know, Ryan's point about, you know, us founded being so strong in online marketing and digital marketing. And that's been a found, you know, a, a, p- a pivotal point in our success from the very beginning. Um, but it's interesting and certainly my perspective is jaded. But when I look big picture and COVID and whatever your beliefs are, I mean, you're entitled to respect that. Sure. Um, but literally looking and present, uh, we're presenting at a world conference and one of the titles of the presentation I'm giving is circumstance doesn't change responsibility. Yes, our circumstances changed with what has happened with COVID, but responsibility to inspire fitness and change lives remains the same, which is our company mission. And I think that's so, so important um, because when you look at big picture and, and part of the presentation I'm giving, when you look at the CDC and the WHO, millions of people die every year of obesity, millions what just happened with COVID has happened with obesity for the last 10 years, and the problem is just getting worse. And actually, in 2030, the CDC projects that 49.5% of the American population will be statistically obese. So that the, the, the deaths and the mortality, which is, is dark, of course, but that's actually why there's so much value in the solution that we provide the market. So I think going back to your point, you know, Zach, is it's education is everything. So taking our digital marketing that we're really experts at, our media, our, our you know, content creation, our partnership with Fishman PR, basically getting, you know, our messaging out um, and then wrapping around education that really, um, you know, COVID is not the biggest of your concerns. Uh, really, the obesity pandemic that we're going through is the biggest concern statistically uh, that our country is facing from a health perspective. So education is key. 
Yeah, that's that's a beautiful thing. Um, is there anything that you would like to? And we've hosted Bedros. I think when we hosted him, he was he really laid out he 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 laid out some really great gold nuggets on the franchise development marketing side of the house, um, and then also kind of philosophy wise on the consumer. But um, anything that you want to share, kind of on the digital marketing. Uh, you know, the digital marketing front, that might be a gold nugget or two for folks. Cause you mentioned content, you know, the, the ability to, to capture uh, compelling content and then turn, you turn around and you leverage that and you leverage offers and all the rest, and you can put it in front of pretty much anyone that you want. So any words of advice as it comes, as it relates to digital marketing? Well, digital marketing, I mean, it's it's tricky, right? And going back to early conversation, technology changes. And, you know, of course, with the algorithms with Google and Facebook and Apple changing at a rapid rate just in the last few months, I think that's actually just the big, reinforces the big value of franchising because, you know, small local mom and pop shops, it's really hard when you're running a full business, marketing, sales, operations, coaching, et cetera, but then also to be focused on the marketing aspect and how that digital marketing landscape has changed and will continue to change. And it's currently changing now and it'll just get quicker with time. So we've been fortunate to stack the deck, have a really strong in-house marketing team, digital marketing team, that this is what they do day in and day out, actually read the algorithms, kind of stay one step ahead of the rest. Um, So I think that's huge value for us um, and just franchising brand in general. And certainly, you know, kind of articulating, laying that down to the franchisee at their location, you know, by being a part of a franchise, and we'll just say ours, for example, that's so focused on digital marketing, we can stay the head of the curve and be able to provide that content, that that continued training. So that way our owners at that level don't need to focus 90% of their time on what's changing in the digital marketing space. They can actually worry about focusing on client uh, experience, client results, getting the results that we're known for, and then allowing us in the back end to be able to help provide that digital marketing content. So I think, you know, what, what is the, the space look like over the next handful of years? It's going to change. It's going to change quickly. Um, so really what that means to, to our listeners here, especially if you're considering, you know, uh, jumping into a franchise system, there's so much value there because that's one cr- critical point a franchise system can offer. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, in addition to the digital marketing aspect, I think that there's more organic things that you guys do with education that I think is, you know, really fascinating. And I, and, and I believe that you're, you guys are always very current with how you're reacting, and I think it's very consistent across all of your locations. And so I am kind of curious, you know, is there a local playbook of sorts that you guys have that you're, that you're educating your franchisees on to kind of keep that uniform front of, you know, the mission that Bedros originally set out and that you're going to be carrying forward? You know, is there anything that you guys do from a, you know, and by local playbook, I mean primarily social media because you guys do such a great job, you know, on you know, in that world, is there anything that you're that you're doing that is helping your franchisees to be prepared to educate people on a local level and not just on the national level? Yeah, well, I think it all comes back to to, to training. Um, our view is we need to be the best training company in the world, and our target from you know at least my vision is you look at Walt Disney and you know Disney Company. When you have someone who's young experiences that you know working that organization, the one thing they always come back and say like, "Man, I learned so much from a training protocol." So we're taking that you know same mentality here at Fit Body Bootcamp, but we realize we have to be expert training. So we host not only from a technology perspective the vault that you know we're creating that, that I referenced earlier in our conversation, um, but we host 
post monthly trainings on social media, on marketing, et cetera, to basically fr from our traffic team here, uh, from our traffic buying team here to really empower our, our franchisees. We also do regional trainings where we travel the country. In fact, we're coming out to your neck of the woods, Zach, in Chicago at the end of August uh, nice. to do an elite training there. So we do a, a basically one regional training a quarter. Um, we just got back from uh, Florida earlier this year. So these are all ways that we can kind of stay relevant, stay really front of mind and really build a relationship while adding value from a training perspective to make sure that our franchisees, you know, can execute. Yeah. And I know I've, I've watched and I've seen a lot of, uh, even Bedros personally has put out a bunch of, of content. I can only imagine just seeing what he puts out publicly, what, what you guys do by way of internal training. Totally. So I, I, I can totally see how powerful that would be. Um, Franchise development-wise, what what does an ideal candidate look like for you guys, and what is the lay of the land? Are you are you in growth mode? Um, what is what is the franchise development side of the house look like? We are. I mean, certainly 2020 had its fair share of challenges. Um, if you can believe, though, from March to December, we still sold six locations, uh, which for a brick and mortar fitness business in 2020 based in Southern California. I mean, I would say that's an epic uh, feat. Um, but, you know, credit to those uh, those entrepreneurs and those owners who joined our brand, see, knowing that, you know, this too shall pass. And on the other side, there's going to be a bigger opportunity with better real estate, you know, dynamics, uh, uh, cleansing in the herd, et cetera. Um, so I think that's, um, you know, a really important topic to hit on. Yeah. So I think that I am curious, and I know that this was the first time that you've ever really that you've ever really been introduced to CEOs. So I think that I'm I'm curious to hear from you, you know, what have, you know, what are what have you taken from Bedros? And I know that you've spent a lot of time with him very closely. What have you taken from Bedros that you, you know, plan to continue on with the brand? And what are some of the things that, you know, you're really excited about that you um, want to make an impact on in the only way that the CEO can? Well, that is a very good question and a loaded one because I could probably be here for hours since I've, you know, met him in 2012. Got until 10, so. <laughs> <laughs> but been in the rooms with him uh, from masterminds and, you know, for a very long time. And he he said this quote one time, I think Ed Milet, one of his buddies mentioned this, that the best learning lessons in business and life are caught not necessarily taught. And what he means by that is like through observation, through osmosis, sometimes you can actually uh, catch the biggest lessons. I would say one of the biggest men uh, uh, mental shifts that he's had influence on me is his perspective of how he sees himself in business as a CEO. And he said, Bryce, most, most you know, CEOs of companies, they identify themselves as a CEO of this specific company. However, I look at business in a different uh, way. I'm actually an expert digital online marketer. And it just so happens that I market FitBody Bootcamp, I market Trulene, I market the project, any product or service that he has. But first and foremost, from a marketing or from a from a, a business acumen perspective, he's focused on how, how can we be, create the best marketing engine in the world? And when I do that, then when you latch on an awesome organization like FitBody Bootcamp that changes lives, that you know makes a big impact in the community and makes our owners profitable, you launch a, a nutrition company like Truly Nutrition has the best quality ingredients around when you when you combine that that approach and that vision of being the best online marketer company in the world and then you attach it to an awesome product like the the companies I just listed that's where the magic happens so I think for me you know as I enter uh, have entered I guess by the time this uh, you know is is published um, that's going to be a, a mental 
um, lesson that I'll take with me uh, on this journey to really my focus is to grow the brand, um, to be even more of an international brand so we can change more lives and help more um, owners and people in the world experience the American dream of like being a business on, uh, owner, owner and entrepreneur. I was going to ask what about the vision, you know, as you look to the next year and beyond um, what that vision is and you just laid it out. It, it's, it's basically expanding the brand and helping as many people as possible, both on the entrepreneur side and, and transformations on the consumer side. Um, any other major plans for, for the foreseeable future? Yeah, and, and I, th I think I actually kind of got sidetracked or lost my train of thought in your last question when you're saying additional of the future growth, um, you know, f from that perspective. So 2000 tough was it, uh, 2020 was a tough year as I kind of articulated. We did still sell seven, award seven franchise uh, locations, but just in the last 30 days, we've sold an additional six and the clip of, you know, inquiries is just coming. Uh, our uh, franchise business advisor, his name is Max Phillips. He's upstairs just cranking away and literally um, he is on the phone all day, every day. And we actually have to, we're, we're in the process of looking for additional staff to support that. So, you know, back to your original question and kind of what the, the growth looks like. Yeah, it's been a tough year, but we're going to dust off, reload, and we have we're in the process and uh, of really, really good things coming. It's just really exciting to see the kind of life and the energy come back. And we're just very well positioned for it. So grateful at that, even though the, all the challenge. So I know that you probably have thought about this privately, but I'm curious to hear, you know, a little bit more, you know, from us. Is there, you know, any advice that you have for any of the young CEOs and young entrepreneurs and, and I guess young executives in the franchise space out there? Is there any advice that, that you have for them, you know, as they, you know, as you kind of take the mantle as the leader of the organization, any advice that you have for those who may be listening uh, out there at all? I think uh, Tony Robinson famously quoted saying success leaves clues. Uh, so, you know, I'm a big believer in modeling success. That's what I love about the franchising industry. We found success. We have the blueprint. We have the plan. Um, so it's about, you know, executing. And then the, the, the additional thing uh, about looking for mentors or other businesses that are modeling the success that you want to achieve um, is to be a product of your product. And I think, you know, the unique value that I specifically bring to the organization um, is not only am I the CEO of Fitbody Bootcamp, um, I'm also a Fitbody Bootcamp owner. Um, I'm also a Fitbody Bootcamp client. Um, I take at least three bootcamp sessions a week. So I think there's something to be said about being a product of your product, like really being ingrained with that, with, that, with your product, because you as an end consumer can actually taste it and then make the product better. Uh, so that would probably be my biggest piece of wisdom advice that served me well. And probably, um, you know, a, a reason that I'm sitting in the spot today uh, is just being fully in love, ingrained and passionate, so passionate about our mission on what we do. And if, if, if you do that, if you're passionate about your product, if you actually are, are tasting it as a consumer and you can give feedback to make it better, and then also if you surround yourself with mentors and other people that you know, really have gained the success that you're looking for, I personally think that's been a, a, that's an incredible recipe for success and it's the recipe that I followed. That is, I love that so much. That is, uh, that, that's words of wisdom. Be a product of your product and you can hear the passion coming out of you. And so that's, that's super awesome. Is, I guess as we move to close, do you have anything else top of mind 
Um, I feel like I got all my questions. I think you guys have another podcast. Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, so we just launched, I guess we're shooting this in June of 2021. So we just launched our fitness franchise podcast um, in in April this past year, just a couple months ago. So off to the races and our goal here is to kind of basically spread the mission of fitness, of health, of wellness. It's a great opportunity also to help grow our brand as well. So um, yeah, looking forward to basically wrapping this and you know getting Zach on, the, on that podcast. I think more brands should uh, leverage the power of this medium and it could be other mediums maybe for other folks it's video and i mean you're videoing the podcast they're gonna have and- to look at my mean mug which <laughs> is not gonna be fun for them but i mean that's okay yeah but um but it's it's so important right like media digital marketing and of course like the huge. work we do with fishman is amplifying that message so it's like jack uh, zach was just saying i overheard him on a call and he said he said that like what they're doing is it's like word of mouth with a jetpack. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. But the point being is you can take that content and then now you have long form content that maybe a pros- prospective franchisee could be listening to. You can go take clips of that and go market it. There's a thousand things you can do. Totally. And six months from now, eight months from now, 12 months from now, two years from now, people stumble on that content. It's it's why we we do our podcast for two reasons. One, it's to... It's to be able to get out and meet people in the field and and we care about the franchise community and the franchise audience, but we just want to put out content that helps people. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, that's a recipe for success. And so anything that we didn't ask that you think we should have? Ooh, um, not off the top of my head, but I I do want to say I appreciate you guys both. Like your work's incredible. Um, you know the work that we've done with Fishman specifically in our grand opening campaigns, and that's been another actually secret sauce. Actually, that, that's a great you know uh, kind of segue to why we've been successful at the local level uh, with our help of our uh, vice president named Matt Wilbur in Michigan, who's our most successful franchisee. We've created what's called the launch program, which is our grand opening campaign. Very strategic, paint by numbers. Um, the program has known been known to you know receive or to gain the owner anywhere from 500 to a thousand sometimes a couple thousand leads um and over a hundred challengers to start they're actually the, the to launch their program and i think when you launch your business with that momentum and then you can actually take digital marketing and the power of pr and amplify that message i think momentum's everything and that's why the last two years um even through covid the owners that have been launching have been launching with so much success and that's just a recipe for for continued momentum so there's just so much value in that play uh, lead with value and uh, uh, drive incredible results and then amplify your message through digital marketing through PR, that's the recipe. I love it. And last follow-up question to that, because I know you're probably going to not want to share too much of the secret sauce, um, but are you, what do you define as a lead? Is, is that someone that gave contact information? Are you giving away, are you inviting people into uh, experience uh, something or experience the facility? What, what does that look like? So um, I guess looking at from a franchisee perspective, um, what a lead would be is, you know, you put out a lead magnet, which is some sort of value, leading with value, which is what you just mentioned as well, wanting to help people. So a free report, you know, some sort of offering seven ways to basically increase your metabolism, decrease your body fat in exchange uh, for contact information. So lead would be a name, a phone, a phone number, an email. Of course, if you can get all three, that's best at the very least a name and an email. But that way you can basically welcome that lead into your world, provide some education, follow-up content, give them a call, chat with them on the phone, and then usher them through, you know, as being a client in the FitBody uh, world. So that's kind of the, the lead process that we follow here at FitBody. Where do people go to learn more about FitBody Bootcamp and or to connect with you? 
Um, you can connect with me at uh, my site, Bryce Henson, B-R-Y-C-E-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. And uh, the biggest, actually, if you just go to that website, you click on coaching, there's our link. If any of your audiences basically are interested um, you know, in learning more about the Fit Body Bootcamp experience, they can actually put in an expressive interest form and then actually start the process there. So best way is uh, BryceHenson.com and then click the coaching tab and then you can you know, learn more there. Beautiful. Killer. Well, Bryce, we really appreciate you coming on the episode for, with us, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing where things go in the future. And congratulations again for you know being the CEO of this awesome brand, and we're looking forward to seeing where it all goes. Thanks, Jens. What a pleasure. Newly minted CEO Bryce Henson. Thank you for coming on the show, brother. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers.